This is Pastor Nathan Kirk, and I am so glad that you have decided to make Greater Life a part of your day by tuning in to the message that you're about to hear. We here at Greater Life are a group of people that are passionate about living for Christ, as well as service one to another. From our worship services, classes, and messages, we strive to love and serve with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. I hope you enjoy the message you're about to hear, that it is a blessing to you, and that in turn you may be a blessing to others. If you're searching for a church to call your home, I encourage you to join us here at Greater Life. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, we live in uncertain times. Uncertain times. And the future is guaranteed to no man. Praise the Lord. may get up this morning and possibilities are you will not reach back home in the afternoon. Praise God. You may visit the doctor with just a minor pain and the prognosis or diagnosis may be something chronic or severe. Life is not guaranteed to no man. Praise the Lord. Amen. I wish I could tell you, brothers and sisters, that there will be no heartaches and no pain. Praise God. I wish I could tell you that marriages will not break up anymore. And uh, couples will live in harmony and love. Praise God. But I cannot do that. Hallelujah. Because uh, almost 50% of the marriages in Minnesota ends in divorce. Praise God. And all over the world, heartaches and pain. In the name of Jesus, praise God. I wish I could tell you that there'll be no violence. Amen. Hallelujah. And everything will be hunky-dory, as we say back in my neck of the woods. Praise God. And everything you will live in splendor. But I cannot guarantee you that. And nobody can. In the name of Jesus. We just have to live as careful as we possibly can. In these days and time. In Jesus name. Praise God. You drive on the street and somebody cut you off. You better just say in Jesus' name, Brother Kirk, and drive on. Because you're not sure if there's not an M16 in that vehicle. Amen. Praise God. You better be careful. I feel like I'm going to preach. How you treat your co-workers. Because you're not certain that that maniac won't go home and get a gun and come back and shoot everybody up. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Woo! I cannot guarantee you that you won't be lonely tonight. Amen. And desire of company, which you don't have in the name of Jesus like myself. Amen. Praise God. There can be some lonely times. Hallelujah. I cannot guarantee you that there won't be death of your loved ones. Praise God. We hope not. But it's the world and the times we're living in. Those who are close to us, closely knitted to us, will pass on. And life goes on as we live in our grief and live with our memories. Praise God. I can't guarantee you that there won't be child molestations and abuse, physical abuse, and verbal abuse. Amen. And emotional abuse. Because that's the time we are living in when men are heartless and inconsiderate. In the name of Jesus. When love is slowly creeping out of our hearts. And hate and envy and deceit is taking over. In Jesus name. Praise God. Can't guarantee you that there won't be more domestic violence. In the name of Jesus. Spousal abuse. In Jesus name. Can I talk to somebody? Can I tell you there won't be murders? And one of the most heart-pressing one is suicide. Hallelujah. Woo! When a loved one takes their own life, it is devastating in Jesus' name. I can't guarantee you. We're living in an ugly world that the darkness of this world is pressing upon us in Jesus' name. In every corner and crease of the world that you turn, amen, in your society, in your community, darkness is pressing upon you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Doom and gloom. Praise God. There are more questions, Brother Wilson, than answers. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And sometimes we try to seek the answers from every direction. And sometimes we go down on our bended knees and pray and God is taking too long. To answer our prayer. Answer our prayers, God, why me, Lord? Hallelujah. Why my family? Why my children? Why my husband? Why my household? Lord, why? Is the question. And there are hardly any answers in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The devil once said to Jesus when he 
took him up on the top of the mountain. He said, bow down and worship me and I will release to you my words, the kingdoms of the world. And Jesus said, get the hands behind me, devil, in Jesus' name. I know that there are some of us here today. I don't know who I'm speaking to. You're going through some difficult times. Amen. And you sometimes try to cover your depression and your distress with a smile. And you shout your joy and your praise, your agony and your pain. I can guarantee you. Woo! That some of us won't uh, be diagnosed with critical illness and ailments and pain. That we ask God, why me, Lord? Amen. I don't have the answer. What you're going through and what you're experiencing. I don't have the answer for what you're asking God. I see you on bending knees with tears flowing down your cheek night after night asking God, when, Lord, is my help coming? Woo! Hallelujah. I've been on this road a long time. Lord, I'm not giving up. But I need an answer. To my situation, to my problem, to my circumstance, I need, Lord, something to happen. Woo! Because I'm tarrying too long. Hallelujah. Woo! Have you ever found yourself in a situation? I've been there many times. Where you pray, Brother McGowan, that day don't light tomorrow morning. <laughs> because if they light tomorrow morning, Brother Wilson, I don't know which angle to turn or who to turn to. In Jesus, oh, you have not been there. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Tomorrow is not looking too good today, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Yes, Lord. Keep me through. Amen. And we were taught in college, in the psychology program, that one of the things you don't do when somebody is going through their depression or their stress, no matter how much Holy Ghost you have, don't tell them God loves you and he understands what you're going through. Just shut up. Please. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I was in a supermarket. I don't. I was in a dollar store. Come around the corner. Here comes the lady. Jesus loves you. I said, really? I'm trying to tease her now. I said, really? Yes, Jesus loves you. I said, okay. So what about you? Do you love me? She said, no. 
eyeliner. She said, no, Jesus loves you. So I say, ma'am, where is Jesus? I can see you, but I can't see Jesus. Yeah. So where is this Jesus that Jesus loves you? I want you to love me. Show me Jesus through you. I wish I had a church up in here. Greater life, Pentecostal folks, stop going around telling everybody Jesus loves you. Tell them that I love you and you'll see Jesus through me. Woo! Hey! Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I left Jamaica 2019 to come to Minnesota to study. I picked Minnesota because I studied at the university, St. Mary's University, the campus in Jamaica. So I said, I'll come to Minnesota. I'll come to Minnesota because I have six sisters in America. And I, they live from Florida to New York to Maryland. I, I hope they're not watching. <laughs> <laughs> to New Jersey. And I didn't want to go where they were. <laughs> Honestly. I didn't want to go where they were. So I said, I'm coming far. And if you are watching, it's true. I'm coming way over Minnesota. And they told me, not my family, but when I investigated, they say there's no black people in Minnesota, you know. <laughs> only white people. Why would you want to go to that place where only white people? So when I came to Minnesota and I saw black people, I go, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I go like, wow. So I'm, I'm telling you the testimony. So in 2019... In 2019, back in Jamaica, I was a principal at a school that housed 1,200 students, high school. I was acting. The law says you're not supposed to act for over a year, six months, that is. I acted for two and a half years. And I go like, wow. My world start crumbling down. Yeah. So I said, Lord, maybe you want me to do more in church. Because back in Jamaica, I'm deeply involved in church. So there were two persons qualified for the district presbyter in my area. In charge of seven churches, and I was one of the qualified ones and another person. I said, all right, maybe God want me to work more in the community. I said, yes, I'm going to work. So, I called them, the names were announced.
announced, when the names were announced, I came first, but not with a two-third majority. So the bishop says, okay, well, the law is that you have to do it over again. So I said, no. That's not what God wants for me, because he's not going to put me through this. So I said, okay, let the other person, I withdraw my name. Praise God. Nothing was working out for me, Brother Roger. So I decided that I was going to run for the president of the Jamaica Teachers Association. 25,000 teachers strong. It's the strongest union in Jamaica. It's a battle to the end. Fighting this battle. When the result came, I came last. <laughs> I lost miserably. So I said, God, what are you doing? I said, Lord, what is happening to my life? Jesus, I don't even want tomorrow morning to come for anybody to see me. I'm embarrassed. I'm wounded. Lord, what next? Then I got a call, you know. I'm going to tell you something. I got a call from one of the dean at St. Mary's University. So Mr. Powell, you're accepted to come to the university. We're having a Zoom interview such time. Did the Zoom interview. The lady didn't even interview me properly because she just said, we'll accept you. She just love me instantly because I'm nice, tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. <laughs> so she, but I have a problem. She said to me, she said you need 25,000 U.S. dollars before you could come to the U.S. You have to produce documents to show that you have 25,000 U.S. dollars to immigration before you can come. I don't have a dollar. But I was worried because I am I, confident in God. If this is what God wants, it had, I didn't worry. But surprisingly, I went home the night and I said, to Anne-Marie, my wife. When you see her, you can ask her. I said, dear, I got you to go to the university, but I need $25,000. You know what my wife said? Why didn't you tell me long time? You know we have an account with $10,000 US in it. Wow. You, these ladies. <laughs> these ladies, you know. Roger, these ladies. So I questioned her, my name on the account. Well, what happened is that she was holding this money for her family members overseas to, on a project. The account is in my name. I don't need the money. I just need the account with the money. Right. So call another friend in the U.S. and I got the other money guaranteed that they would see that I'm all right. And in no time, I was here in Jesus' name. So I said, okay, God, this is where you want me to be. Praise God. The, 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 
the other part of the testimony, I'll tell you some other time. Praise God. Yes, I'll tell you some other. I'll tell you that part when I, 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 hold on, let me tell you. Since I want it. <laughs> so, now I'm coming to Minnesota and I asked my pastor to, my elder, not my pastor, my former pastor who is elder, to give me one of those United Pentecostal Church Overseas directory. I searched to the directory. I don't want to exaggerate. Probably over 200 churches. I call every one of them, begging them to just put me up for a little while. I'm a minister. And they say, no, they couldn't do it. Every one of them. I had hope one guy says, oh, my pastor, our church have the facility. You can come but I have to check with my pastor first. I know he's going to sign off on it. When I call him back, he said, pastor said no. But I understood because they thought. Can I be frank? They thought this was a scam. Because no man is coming from Jamaica. Way up to, and I'm not being racist now, white Minnesota. Just like that. So they hung up the phone and they thought. But thank God we got Pastor Kirk. Don't say yes yet. <laughs> Don't say yes yet. Because Pastor Kirk thought it was a scam too. <laughs> but the good thing about Pastor Kirk, he did his investigation. Yeah. And when he did his investigation, the... I don't know what you call them, but this gentleman who he is in charge of, of overseeing the international body, says, yes, he's a legitimate minister, and everything is okay. So Pastor Kirk came and, which was good, seek me out and invite me to come here. And then you guys were so nice to me that... I decided to stay. Praise the Lord. But I told you all of that just to let you understand that God is not dead. He's still alive. I wish I had a church up in here. I want you to understand that it doesn't matter what you are going through. God is still sitting on the throne. I heard Brother Roger say that Mary and the girls went to the tomb. And they went to the tomb because they were convinced that he was dead. But he was no more there because Jesus has risen and he's alive and he's alive, and he's alive, and he's alive. I wish somebody believed that God is not dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Some believe in Buddha, but Buddha is dead. Some believe in Muhammad. But Muhammad is dead. 
Some believe in Krishna, but Krishna is dead. I wish I had somebody who know what I'm talking about. But Jesus, our prophet, our God, our king, our creator, our savior, our Lord, he's not dead. Woo! Hallelujah. Give me some more volume on the mic. He's not dead. So it doesn't matter what you are going through. I'm here to tell you that the God that you serve is alive and well. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. You know, sometimes, brothers and sisters, when we are in trouble, we take up our phone and we make a call and we hear busy signal, Brother Roger, on the line. Or we get a message that, call me back later. I can't talk to you right now. And some folks, when they look on the screen of the phone, and they see that is my number, they just hang up. Some folks block me and don't want to talk to me. I wish I had a church up in here. But when I call Jesus, our God Almighty, he's never busy. He's never busy. He's not going to block me. He's not going to tell me later or I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. When I call him, Central never busy. Hallelujah. Uh-oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm just here to tell somebody, don't give up yet. The darkest part of the night is just before dawn. I come to tell you that your breakthrough is just around the corner. And I'm confident God told me to tell you that it's going to be all right. Your season is going to be over soon in the name of Jesus. It's not winter all the time. It's not autumn or spring all the time. But sometimes a season will change and your victory is coming. I have news. I have news for you. He said it's coming pressed down. Shaken up. Pressed down. Shaken up. And running over. Woo! Yeah, Artist in Jamaica, he sang a song. He says, I'm drinking from my saucer. I wish I had a church up in here. My cup is full. It's so full and running over. I'm drinking from the overflow. I'm here to tell somebody you're going to have an overflow flowing. You're going to have an overflow. It's coming in the name of Jesus. It's coming in the name of Jesus. 
Woo! I want you to believe me. I'm having faith for you. Because there's nothing too hard. There's nothing, young people, too hard for God. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm talking to some of you young people. I want you to get out of yourself when you come to church. And don't limit yourselves. God can do anything. You just have to know God for yourself. When they did not confident David, and they said David is not able, he knew God for himself because he slayed the lion and he slayed the bear, and he knew that God is on his side. So when he saw Goliath and his army, he said, I have a God that is well able. I don't need a shield. I don't need a spear. I just need to come in the name of the Lord because God is well able. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but you feel like you're giving up. You feel like you're going to throw in the towel. You feel like you're going to go back from whence you came because your past is bothering you. But I'm here to tell you, don't give up yet because God, God, Jesus, he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. The tomb is empty. I wish I had a church. The tomb is empty. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Woo! Hallelujah. Woo. He's alive. He's alive. Closing now. Problem we're having is that some of us treat it, treat the situation. And we treat the circumstance. As if Jesus is dead. Woo. Woo. Ladies, what are you weeping for? Why are you here weeping? As if you have no hope. I'm talking to you. Why are you on your knees every night weeping as if you have no hope? Hallelujah. It's time to get up in that living room or that bedroom. Amen. Put on your best gospel music. Woo! I don't care if you're alone. I don't care if the house is filled with children or your spouse. You're having a situation, get up, put on your best gospel music, and start dancing. 
start dancing. Woo! Start jumping. Start praising God as if you know that he's alive and well. I feel like dancing because I know my victory, my victory, my victory, my victory. Hey, why are you crying? Get up and dance. Get up and dance. Woo! When they ask you what's happening, are you going crazy? Tell them you just see a deliverance coming. You know your joy is coming. You know God got your back. He's coming through for you. Amen. And you feel it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't like to ride on a plane. I hate plane ride. Oh, God. Sometimes I go praying when I feel the turbulence. But when I hear the captain says, stewardess or air hostess or flight attendant, get ready for landing. I feel like I want to dance. I'm here to tell somebody that Jesus is calling to the flight attendant. Get ready for your landing. Your joy is coming. Your joy is coming. Your joy is coming. Your joy is coming. Touch two persons. Tell them your joy. Tell somebody your joy is coming. Your joy. Your peace. Your happiness. Your deliverance. Your victory is coming, mommy. Daddy's coming. Son is coming. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I know you're tired of hearing me now. Did you hear the sit down? Did you hear? Did you hear the story of the man who went to an Adventist church, a nominal church. And every time he goes to the church, Brother Roger, he would dance and shout and make noise, speak in some tongues. And they said to pastor, we got to get rid of him. He's disturbing our type of worship. But Brother Roger would come to church every Sunday. And when the preaching and the Go on and praise. He would jump up and shout and run like Brother Ray and speak in tongues. So finally, the church board says, we got to tell him don't come back. So they went out one morning to his farm. He was plowing his field. Plowing his field. The men dressed up in their jacket and cap. Brother David. Brother Roger said, Brother Roger, I have to tell you, 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 I
When I think about Jesus and what he's done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he set me free, I want to dance, I want to shout, I want to praise him. Hold my mule, brother Roger. I want to give him thanks. Woo! Woo! Hold my mule. Oh, God, I don't have to be in church to praise God. I don't have to be in your sanctuary. I could be my field. And when I think about Jesus and what he's done for me, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo, woo. Excuse me, let me praise the Lord. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. God is going to do something in your life that is going to mesmerize you, dumbfound you, like Elizabeth. At this old age, it's not possible. But it's possible with God. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Is there anybody here who you're going through some struggles? And you want a little more strength? Just come now. As we close, in the name of we have a song? I'm done preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want you to leave here believing by faith that your breakthrough is coming in Jesus' name. Praise God. It simple means that if you believe it, you got to dance the victory dance. God is not dead, no. He's still alive. Amen. Some of you are going to pray that God send me back home to Jamaica. Because I'm not stop preaching and running and shouting until I get all of you running and shouting. In Jesus' name. I come a day when I'm going to work all you young people. You're going to run behind me and Brother Ray and all those who are running. You're going to get the victory. Minnesota, this church is going to be the church. Uh, like a speckled bird upon the top of a hill. Amen. Black people and white people and everybody going to come to this church. They're going to hear about us. Because Jesus is here. Amen. Not just man, ideology and philosophy and concepts and belief, but Jesus. Deliverance, healing, anointing, power. Speak in tongues, baptize, receive the Holy Ghost, live right, live holy, live conscious, sing praises unto God in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I believe it. Church, receive it. Minister Roger. Thank you.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church. We just heard a word from the Lord.